0: real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week individual results may vary you're listening to get started investing a production of equity mates media this series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey You don't need a lot of brains in this, but investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own time. Now
1: you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing. This summer, we're taking a journey to financial freedom, supported by ComSec. Over six episodes, we'll be talking about the practical steps that you can take today to set yourself up for the ultimate goal fire. Financial independence, retire early. So if you're enjoying your summer break or dreading heading back to work, join us as we take the steps today to ensure we can build the life we want into the future. My name is Bryce and joining me on this journey as always is my equity buddy, Ren. How are you?
0: I'm very good, Bryce. I'm very excited for this series. Over six episodes, we are going to be talking about fire, as you said. And I think it's important to stress from the outset that even if fire isn't for you even if the idea of retiring early is just a sign that you need to find a job that you're passionate about (laughs) um or or, you know yeah like i think for us financial independence is the goal the first part of fire and i think for everyone who's investing their goal is some version of financial independence Mm. building the flexibility and choice into your life that having money enables as sort of gross as it is to say it like that. It's like money does give you choice and that's why we invest to give our future selves choice and what we're going to be talking about over these six episodes are the steps we can take today to give our future selves that choice.
1: Six episodes, six steps, I cannot wait to crack into it and having the right support on this journey is important which is why we're very proud to partner with Comsec for this series. If you're looking for more info beyond this podcast, Comsec have a wealth of content available to get you going. From stories of other young investors to sectors in the spotlight, free support and information to build your confidence and make the right money moves. Visit comsec.com.au for more.
0: And as we get started, we need to remind you that while we are licensed, we're not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Any information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes only. Any advice is general.
1: All right, Ren. Well, let's get stuck in what are we covering today?
0: Well, Bryce, in this first episode, we're focusing on building the right mindset. And by the end of this episode, we're going to be aware of the common limiting beliefs when it comes to money and investing, how we recognize those beliefs in ourselves. Well, I don't know if you do, but I certainly see them in you all the time. Uh, How we think about money and investing today, how we've changed our mindset And then we want to leave with some actionable steps, three key changes everyone can make to improve their money mindset in 2024. Great. Now, we're not going on this journey alone. There are thousands of people listening to Get Started Investing and taking similar steps to us. Yes.
1: Let's hear from them. Hey guys, my thoughts around the fire movement is that's it's a really great tool for young people to start getting investing, just gives them that thought that if they put their money away for a long time, that eventually the stock market will look after them into the future, and then give them that financial freedom once they get to about 50 or 55 or whatever age it is they want to retire and move on with another part of their life, whether that's working less or simply retiring and spending more time with their family and friends. Cheers guys, bye. Hi, equity
0: mates, a uh, big fan of the show so regarding the fire movement i'm definitely all for it because i'm an immigrant from indonesia where i see some of my relatives are still working well over 60 years old to still fund their family so i definitely don't want to go down that pathway if i could be work optional by 40 that would be amazing hey guys josh here from wa I think the financial independence part of it is the important bit. You want to be able to live life how you want to live life and maybe work is going to be a part of that. So maybe you don't want to retire early. So I think if you focus on the financial independence bit and set yourself up right in the first place, you know, listening to podcasts like you guys, I don't think you can go wrong. And if you want to retire early, you can. If you don't, you can keep on working. Love what you do.
1: All right, so Bryce... Money mindset. Yeah, we're talking money mindset. I think it's important we must firstly understand what is money mindset.
0: I mean, that was set up with just me saying, all right, Bryce, money mindset. You could have just gone into it. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Money mindset is your set of beliefs and attitudes that... About money that importantly then dictate how you think about money and the decisions that you make when it comes to money and those decisions are based around spending habits that they're based around how you think about investing they're things like your risk tolerance the goals that you set yourself it's all it's the it's what is your core belief that actually dictates the decisions you make financially
0: let me give you a specific example from a, a really good book on um, I guess building financial independence and we're actually going to talk about it a little bit through this series. The book is called Millionaire Next Door and mm. they profiled um, a number of people who have got a million dollars and you know, what their spending habits are and importantly what their relationship and mindset around money is. And one thing that they found is people that are under accumulators of wealth, people that earn high salaries but don't build a lot of wealth they have this mindset that you can always earn more money money is a renewable resource and so then they're not being mo- like intentional with the money they are earning mm. because they're like oh, I'll be able to earn more later mm. like that's a mindset that then affects the how decisions. they how they relate to money y- yeah and yeah. like we all have those mindsets in how much money we think we'll earn what we think we can do with it Um, A whole bunch of things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the reason we've started this series focusing on mindset is because it is imperative that you develop a positive mindset that that then sets you up to make the right financial decisions to help you get to your whatever you determine as your financial independence.
0: So... The one of the more frustrating things, you know, we've just come off Christmas, and one of the things that always gets me is when I'm speaking to my cousins and stuff like that, they're always like, Oh, it seems like Equity Mates is going well. It's not for me. I'm not an investor, or like, you know, it's not, for, I'm too young to start worrying about that stuff. Oh, the other one is like, I don't earn enough to listen to you. And it's like, there, that's a mindset that you need to recognize and change before the rest of this series becomes relevant. Yeah. And the ir- irony is, Because they have that mindset, none of them are actually listening to this episode about changing mindsets. Yes. But anyway.
1: So we're going to focus on the money mindset around investing. But even if you think about your group of friends, I'm sure you could identify different money mindsets within your group. Like there's there's the scrimper who hates to dish out. There's the savers who want to just be in cash. There's the, the, I don't think about money, I just spend.
0: There's the Bryce's that never do your beam requests. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) There's the Alf's that never shout around at the pub. Exactly. There's a lot of those. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I think some common limiting beliefs that I I think we recognize in ourselves or in our friends, but, but are quite common. I mean the most obvious one is I'm bad with money.
1: Yeah. Head in the sand, bad with it, not gonna deal with it.
0: Yeah. Or just like just it's like a fate accompli. Like it's just I'm not gonna you do resigned it. Well. To it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Then there is you've already mentioned it, investing is only for those with money. You need to be rich to invest. I don't have enough money to invest. Very limiting belief when it comes to trying to set up your investments. Then there's the, it's too risky, I'll lose money. That's specifically related to investing, but a limiting belief around the, the risk that comes with investing in the stock market. And then there's, I don't know enough. I think that's a classic one that we've experienced many times, Ren, throughout the course of doing Get Started Investing in Equity Mates, People just don't think they know enough to get started
0: investing. Yeah. There's a few more that we've already mentioned in this episode, I'm too young. I don't earn enough. The I think one that you may not think is a limiting belief, but becomes quite limiting, is I can always earn more. Mm. Yeah, and then another one that you see a little bit, and I certainly was guilty of, I guess pre-equity mates. Um, you know that the system, the stock market, the economy is all rigged. You know, like it's just. <laughs> It's no. just big, big corporations getting richer and screwing us and you know, cool. trying cool. to get crumbs off a table that we can't access. So
1: so if any of those relate to you or you're sitting there thinking, you know what, I know someone who suffers from these limiting beliefs, the good news is that you can change them and that you can make uh, a positive difference. And we'll get to that in a moment. But Ren, before we do, do do any of those resonate with you you know we've been investing quite seriously now for for many years and i'm sure what we the limiting beliefs that we started with are perhaps different to the ones that we have now ha, what's been your your process
0: yeah i don't want to throw my family under the bus here but yeah. i'm going to yeah. well and so my grandparents they had an individual stock investment that went quite poorly And I think that coloured our whole family's view around investing. (laughs) It's probably genetic because my investment with Slater and Gordon also went quite poorly. So, Um, But I think because of that, we had like, there was a view that like doing well in investing isn't for for us. It's like, it's not something that we are ever going to have. And there was just a limiting belief that it was like, it's not for us because of that. Like it kind of, turned our family off it um and it was really only when we started doing the podcast that that changed so it wasn't like a we're bad with money generally it was more just a view that like we're not gonna have a good investment return so why bother Mm, mm. yeah
1: i think it's a good point like I, i think my core money mindset is entirely built off what i learned from my family ages like from a young age and yeah. I think that would be the same with a lot of people like your yeah, money mindset. I think, mindset I think how... it's
0: beyond money bro I think oh yeah that's that's, <laughs> that's parenting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> welcome to well, our yeah. values <laughs> podcast <laughs> do you have many like we, we've made a lot of hay about the way that you were brought up with like investing when you're young and building good money habits when you're young do you feel like you have many limiting beliefs when it comes to money
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I still, I think I'm, I think I'm quite conservative for what I could be right now, if big, that makes sense.
0: Big Scott Morrison voter, <laughs> that kind of conservative. Yeah, that kind of conservative.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's taken me a, a long time of, uh, you know, the last sort of few years post uni, to really um, get comfortable with taking riskier decisions to sort of grow wealth faster, and I think about how my parents taught me about money and that was obviously with through the lens of investing but it was with a conservative lens so it's not a bad limiting belief i think it's probably better with money to be on the conservative side perhaps um but i think secondly right now there's still a level of just general knowledge and you know like once you move up the risk curves and start thinking about different asset types there's just that like do i know enough to actually make these decisions mm. um and so that's something that now that that knowledge do i know enough um is a limiting belief that uh, i need to just keep reminding myself of that 95 percent of fund managers out there don't seem to to really be able to beat the market and and what we're doing is is more than enough so i also think fear of losing money is still one that i really battle with yeah yeah like i know that i'm at an age where it's okay and i know that uh, broadly you you can – if you're not being stupid with how much you're putting into markets, you can limit how much you lose but still the fear of losing money is a limiting bill.
0: So, I guess then the question becomes how are you changing those mindsets? And changing mindset might be the wrong framing because in some instances, you can't change a mindset but it's about like recognizing and controlling for that mindset.
1: Mm. Yeah, good point. I think I don't want to lose the fear of losing money because then I'll probably be more reckless. But I think the way I tackle that is just being uh, conscious of the downside and how much I'm putting into that said asset class. Let's, let's take crypto, for example. Like, yes, there's the fear of losing the money, but um, what I'm putting into that, I need to be comfortable losing that. And so it just comes down to a- asset allocation, I think, at the end of the day. And just taking bets in the market that you know are reasonably safe, like mm-hmm. ETFs and those sorts of things, like the, the probability of losing money in those versus specky, lithium specy stock or whatever. Um, that, that's how I kind of manage, manage it, is in asset classes that have traditionally not lost everyone a whole bunch of money. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I'll ever get – I don't think I'll ever lose that, but it's just knowing that it's there and actively making decisions that try and reduce that fear.
0: Yeah, I think like listening to that, the, the underlying thing that you didn't say there is that like your answer around like getting into asset classes that traditionally have done well, like underlying that is like being more educated on. True. Like the different risk levels and returns over time and all of that stems from like education. Education, yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you have any right now? Limiting beliefs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm in a pretty good, good place from a financial mindset um I certainly have had them over time um I I think for me the biggest thing like yeah obviously education you know we're in a really lucky position where we've been able to make this our full-time job and we get to speak to a lot of experts and you know we have some of Australia's best financial advisors coming through the doors and like that that gives us a real privileged position that a lot of people don't have but I think the thing that got me over a lot of those mindset challenges wasn't just the education but it was the actual experience of it and you know we've now started to it, we we've now like invested long enough that we've gone beyond that beyond that initial excitement and like understanding what compounding is yeah, in yeah. theory yeah. and like I don't know about you but I'm like starting to see it in my Brokerage accounts, it's like Jeez, oh, like seeing compounding. Yeah, bro, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and it is the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> this guy, and I think I think that experience of like, first of all, early days investing. Well, I mean, early days for me, I lost everything. But then, like <laughs> after that, early days, seeing how the market worked and understanding, just understanding it a little bit more, um, not just from reading about it, but actually seeing it in action. And then over time, you know, dollar cost averaging in, compounding, buying individual positions, some going well, some not going well, just that lived experience starts to overcome. Well, you start to like have a new mindset and it starts to override a pre-existing mindset. Mm. Um, and so the family history of losing our shirt and that sort of, coming down like now that is sort of being overridden by my own experience where you start to see compounding work and it's like oh okay this this isn't as scary as as we sort of thought it might be and you know the level of risk on a broad-based market index is entirely different to the level of risk on an individual stock and you don't understand that from the outside because they both look the same when you log into your brokerage account they both show up as lines on your brokerage accounts and they both have stock charts and they both have tickers but you the again like to this education point you start to understand that they're entirely different things with entirely different risk and return profiles mm. so i think for me it's like yeah just education and experience which is hard for people who are new to get started investing and new to the stock market because they don't have that. yeah So I guess just take it on trust that you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Before we discuss ways in which we can change our mindset, we want to say a massive thanks to ComSec, the home of investing, who give you knowledge at your fingertips. Their educational content helps break down the things that can impact your money and investments. Get $0 brokerage on your first 10 trades for Australian markets when you sign up. Visit ComSec.com.au. ComSec T's and C's and other fees and charges apply.
0: welcome back to our get started investing summer series we are on our journey to financial independence we're taking the first step here one of six steps change your mindset change your life bryce it's a lofty ambition but that is the power of investing it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) before the break we spoke about money mindsets like some of the limiting beliefs that we have and that i mean everyone has them in different aspects of life but especially when it comes to money, that it's too risky, that it's not for me, that I can't do it, um, that I don't need to do it yet. And we spoke about how we have overcome some of those beliefs in ourselves and really it's come down to jumping in and educating ourselves and experiencing it and starting to understand this whole world a lot better, which is great for us who are six years into doing an investing podcast for us to sit here and say that. But what about for people who are not six years into their investing journey, who are at the beginning and they're trying to overcome these cognitive biases or limiting beliefs? What are some things people can do from day one to recognize and confront those limiting beliefs?
1: I think firstly, recognize and recognize your biases and limiting beliefs holistically. Don't just think about it from an investing point of view because there are probably things that you are doing – in other money areas that impact how you then think about investing, i.e. if you're thinking that I don't have enough money to invest or get started, but you're an impulse buyer and you're out there spending like crazy, it's probably worth actually looking at your spending habits before you then think about how can I invest in the stock market. So it's understanding you're spending. Are you impulse buyer? Are you buying for gratification right now? Maybe you should think about how you can delay gratification. Should you be budgeting more and and isolating money so that you're not, you're not accessing cash? So there's. I would start by looking holistically at how you think about your total money set up and recognizing where you can make changes there to then allow you to start investing in the stock market. Yeah. That's the first. What about you, Ren?
0: I I think there's a group of limiting beliefs that you could sort of cluster in, uh, now's not the time. And it's like, I don't earn enough. I'm young. I can deal with that later. You know, now's not the right, like the economy is looking shaky. Now's not the right time. There's a lot of like, I'll deal with it later. And I think- now is the time and, and there's, no, there's no way to overcome that other than f- to, to, I guess, just to say it and to, to say it over and over again. Like there is one superpower when it comes to investing and that is starting early. And so like it's so hard to catch up if you don't start early. In our latest book, Don't Stress, Just Invest, we did some worked examples that really tried to illustrate that. Um, starting early is the only superpower you have. So even if it's small, now is the time. I, th- I guess that's an education one. Understanding the power of compounding helps you overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: um, you might have to show everyone your portfolio, bro, so we can see the <laughs> oh, impact bro, of compounding. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other ways that you can change your mindset just to close out. There are we've spoken about on the show, tools and tactics around automating and organizing your money so that it removes the emotional aspect from it. It removes your negative mindset.
0: Yeah, I think this is probably the most important one for me. It's like, especially early days, like the negative self-belief and the, uh, the limiting beliefs and all of that stuff, it's all still there. And so like you build the habits to not have that stop you. Yes. And like automating it is the best way. And again, to plug the same book again, Don't Stress, Just Invest, was really designed to that, for that, how you can automate your investing and get out of your own way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then finally, I think, find your own way. I think it, it, it a limiting belief for when people, when they first start is that there's only one way to invest or, it, you know, you, you, you hear about value investing or you hear about growth investing. And I think understanding who you are, your personal goals, your risk tolerance, your time horizons, and not comparing yourself to others can help you then form more positive mindset about yourself and not looking at how others are doing it. There are many, many ways to make money in the stock market. The ultimate goal at the end of it is for you to make money your way. If that is completely different to the person next to you, that is fine. So, don't compare and find your own way to invest, which does honestly take a bit of time. It's not something that you decide on day one. This is who I am as an investor. You might think that's who you are, but it'll take time.
0: Yeah. And I also don't think you need to have that before you start. Mm. Like if you feel like you need to figure out how you're, what what works for you as an investor before you start, you'll never get started. Because But the only way you figure that out is by starting. So Bryce, before we get to the three key actions that everyone can take to kick off 2024 in the right way, I think let's put a bow on the mindset side of it. By what is the what is the investing mindset that we're all striving for? Like, what are the what are when we are thinking about investing in 2024? What what should we be thinking?
1: That I can uh, take a positive step in building wealth over a long period of time and that there are tools and resources available no matter my situation for me to, to to make progress towards that goal. Regardless of what I think about how much I earn or how much it. if, if I'm rich enough or I don't know enough, uh, the mindset should be that there are tools and resources and education and everything you need at your fingertips to actually get started.
0: Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think... I think, like, distill it down. You can make a million dollars in the stock market. You have enough money to get started. The time is now.
1: You can make a million dollars in the stock market over time.
0: Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. um, what else? The It's not as risky as you think. Yes. Or there are ways to do it where it's risk. not as risky. Yeah. You know enough. You can learn enough. And you have good enough money habits to get started mm-hmm. and um, there's nothing you need to do before yes. you take that first step. I there's don't no need a degree. The, yeah, you don't need to have, you know, a certain amount. Well, I mean, it's good to have an emergency fund, so we'll put a pin in that. But, um, <laughs> you know, you can start today. There are no hoops you need to jump through, no boxes you need to tick. Like you can get started and you can start building wealth and building wealth is within your grasp.
1: You can invest your way to the lifestyle you want.
0: Put that on a bumper (laughs) sticker. There we go. (laughs) All right, Bryce. Well, if we want to invest our way to the life we want, what are some key actionable steps that we can take to start the year? Well, I
1: think this one encompasses what we've just spoken about, but make a small start to something that you've been putting off all year. Anything.
0: (laughs) bro. We've just started 2024.
1: Last year, 2023.
0: <laughs> I've been putting it off for two weeks.
1: <laughs> Make a small start to something you've been putting off last year. Uh, and it, that could be the smallest thing, i.e. signing up to a brokerage account. That's all you need to do. Downloading an app. Buying listening our to, book. Yeah, buying our book. <laughs> listening to one more podcast. Just something that you've been putting off. Make a really, really small start to that. What
0: else? Uh, I think continue to educate yourself is a big one. Um but be mindful that the best way to educate yourself is through experience, mmm get started. So get started. Yes. Are we sounding like a broken pot? I know. And I think... No. Fi- have I just... Broken record? Broken record. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then yeah. I think finally, if you're feeling confident, set a goal. It could be any goal, but goals generally will lead to a bit more focus and a bit more motivation. So set that goal. If it is just to download an app or, or whatever it may be, read five investing books this year, have a goal, have a focus, and uh, you'll probably be surprised how enthused you will become once you get going yes yes
0: what was your bumper sticker again we in- can
1: invest our way to the lifestyle we want
0: invest the way to the life that you want
1: invest yeah something like that damn it we'll have to re, re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in- invest your way to the lifestyle you want nice something like that's that. good
0: because it also <laughs> encomps, inca- it. it ca- encapsulates it's personal invest your way to the life that you want yeah
1: Nice.
0: All right. Well, we will leave it there. Bryce, that is one step down, five to go. The journey to whatever destination starts with a single step and we have started. So as we go through these next six episodes, we want to say a massive thank you to our partner on this journey, Comsec. Hopefully together, we'll be showing you a path to how you can tap into the world of investing to build wealth over the long term. Comsec provides all the support, information and resources you need to build your confidence and make the right money moves. Sign up today to get $0 brokerage on your first 10 trades for Aussie markets and invest with as little as $50 through the ComBank app. Visit combank.com.au for more. ComSec, T's and C's and other fees and charges apply.
1: Stick around because next episode, we're going to be talking about going from debt-ridden to debt-free. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.